0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family parenting podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast.
1: Well, no one enjoys nagging their kids to do homework or finish their chores, but maybe you feel like you have no other options. Today we're going to help you discover just how much your kids can do on their own, and you might find out that they're much more capable than you thought. I'm John Fuller with Dr. Danny Huerta, who leads our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, I haven't said that here before, but you are now Dr. Danny Huerta. You've Thank got you your ad- advanced degree. Tell us a little bit about that. Congratulations. Thank
2: you. It's in clinical psychology. It was quite a journey and got to the finish line. It was five years of and uh, my family sacrificing and yeah. and us uh, working on that together Thank you, Lord, for getting me through that. (laughs) And I got to the finish line. It's feeling good, John. And your
1: dissertation was? It was
2: on the seven traits of authoritative parenting, which we call it effective parenting here. And uh, then what are the outcomes in children's behaviors from those seven traits? And uh, very exciting research, and we'll continue to unpack that here at Focus on the Family as we go. Yeah,
1: and we've been talking about the uh, parenting assessment, which is built on those seven traits. That's correct. And uh, if you haven't taken it yet, stop by the website. The link is in the show notes. You can take that free assessment. Let's go ahead and listen now to a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with authors Michael Anderson and Dr. Timothy Johansson. Uh, They are going to be familiar guests if you've listened for a while. We had them back for a deeper dive into their terrific book called GIST, and here's how the conversation began. Gentlemen, welcome back
3: to Focus on the Family. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. You know, you really have hit some amazing things in this book, GIST. Uh, How did you come up with that title, GIST? Well, that's a long story. (laughs) Uh, we, We probably went through over 200 titles. The gist of it? What is
4: it? Well, um, it ended up being kind of a, the trend now is a one word kind of title, whether it's a movie or a book. And we wanted to have a title that talked about the essence of something. And And so just uh, came to us from a person who uh, we we asked to help with kind of branding and titling this book, and we kind of didn't like it initially, and then (laughs) as we thought about it, my wife added the subtitle,
3: uh, The Essence of Raising Life Ready Kids, and it just seemed to fit. You know, in that context, uh, last time, just to recap for the listeners that didn't hear that program, and again, you could download it for free, come to our website. It was so eye-opening because there were so many counterintuitive things there. For example, you encourage parents not to try so hard um, and in fact, you talked about stop talking so much, mom and dad. That's yes. really uh, counterintuitive to me because you want to correct, you want to give your you know, godly advice <laughs> to well, your teenager. And a lot and... of
4: parents really think that if they're not talking, they're not parenting. And right. we really feel that that's not true, uh, that you should parent as best you can, but with as few words as possible.
0: I want to tell you a story that happened that was really powerful to me. Tim and I spoke at a high school and a woman was waiting in the wings after we spoke and she wanted to talk and I could see her waiting and waiting and waiting. She was desperate. She Well, she actually, there was something else. She came up and I was waiting for kind of a desperate thing, but she said, I came here to tell you a story. I heard you speak three months ago and I read your book and I have an eight-year-old daughter and my husband and I sat down with her and we said to her, We realized after hearing Mike and Tim and reading this book that we've been parenting you without really seeing your baseline on what you can do. This is an eight-year-old. And we told her, this is a mom and a dad, starting Monday morning, we're going to let you get up on your own, do your homework on your own, watch TV on your own, and we'll watch that for two weeks, and then we'll step in as needed. So it's kind of like the rudder of a ship, you know? When the ship's going the right direction, the rudder does nothing. Hmm. And that's a difference about our approach versus a parent that's parenting kids that are going the right direction just as much as a kid that's not. So she tells me the rest of the story. She says, um, that was three months ago, not a week or two or a month. And she said, since that time, our daughter has gone to bed on her own, done her homework on her own cleared our dishes on her own, and we have done nothing for three months.
3: Now, unpack that a and bit. And this is an eight-year-old. Yeah, describe what's happening in the brain of that eight-year-old. Why is that working when you're trying to parent, maybe over-parent? That's not working. Because, because what happens? she has a chance to
0: show what she's made of. And she wants that challenge. And she wants that challenge. And they
3: were, in essence, taking yeah, that on the mom, away? the mom
0: started to cry, and she said, Last night, we were watching The Voice as a family, and my daughter got up and said, Dad, can you DVR the rest of the show because I have homework to do? Hmm. And she said, "It And I said, what are your tears about? And she said, it breaks my heart to think all we would have said and all that we would
4: have controlled without ever seeing how capable she was. Wow. It's kind of the difference between, um, you know, you hear about teachable moments all the time, and we think that's kind of a misnomer to us. We were talking about this this morning. It's a rudder moment. Like you just described, or it 's a stealing moment where the parents are actually stealing the opportunity for the child to show what they 're made of, and we really encourage parents not to intervene and steal that and and pull them along the, the analogy of the ship, I think is good Are you going to be a rudder parent, or are you going to tow this ship, are you going to drag your child through the water to get them to move forward, or are you going to be behind them, steering them in the right direction? Uh, And there's a big difference.
3: And I hear what you're saying, and I I get it. Uh, Let me speak on behalf of those parents with the 8-year-old that they have tried something similar. Maybe they haven't read your book just yet, but they get the idea. And that 8-year-old or 10-year-old or maybe 15-year-old isn't responding quite like that. You give them that latitude, and they're not doing the homework. That was a
0: possibility or even a likelihood that that would happen with this person. But there's nothing to lose. She told her daughter, we're going to give you two weeks, and if you need help before two weeks, we'll even step in then. But they were trying to get a baseline on what their daughter
1: can do without so much guidance, teaching, talking, all these things. So, Danny, um, it can be really hard for moms and dads to let go, even if our kids have kind of proven that they're capable of being more independent. What's behind that urge to keep a uh, kind of a tight leash on our kids?
2: It's just so natural. Really, it's about the emotional turmoil we have as parents. One is we're afraid of change. Uh, The other is we're afraid of not being needed anymore. We've been needed so much, and you want to have purpose, and it's given parents a sense of purpose. And uh, feeling wanted, let's face it, it it feels good, and as a parent, you do feel wanted. And it's kind of disconcerting to think something bad may happen to my child. They may fail. They may have pain. And as parents, we have to see that as part of the journey that we are renting our kids. That's why it says parenting. Uh, huh. We're just renting them for a while, and we're we're involved in their life to shape, to build in them. And I, I'll be the first to admit, it's gonna it's it's hard to get in that in that season, that chapter, watching our kids get their wings and go, and to watch them not make the the best decisions for the moment, not necessarily bad ones. But sometimes as parents, we see, hey, this would be an even better decision, but let's let our kids make decisions and learn from those decisions, process that, because that's, what, that's the journey we're on with, with our kids. And, and look at your own emotional turmoil what why don't you want your kids to grow up and and really find what god has created them to to Hmm. do and be and have their own family why not what what's the need inside of you
1: yeah and and jim Daly has spoken of this before but um it seems that when we get fearful about what could be a negative outcome when our kids do something we tend to lean in and want to control even
2: more Mm -hmm. what's that about and how do we push through that yeah, I mean really we want to we think we know best for the end result and and that's not always the case uh for our, for our children success for a child may be failure hmm. because then they can grow learn from that and do even better in whatever they're pursuing so as parents we have to really stop and think what is the journey for my child is it really the worst thing or can I step back and process what has happened I I really like the book just and it gives some practical tools there for parents. And just know on our website, focusonthefamily.com slash parenting, we have more tools. And that's what we want to give parents along the way, uh, our tools for parenting, but also tools to look inward, to figure out what is it that is going on inside of me? Do I really, truly trust God in the process of shaping my child and our children, right? Yeah. With, with our Heavenly Father and looking at the resilience that can be built in a child through adversity.
1: Some good stuff. Uh, appreciate uh, your perspective so much, Danny. And uh, that book, GIST, The Essence of Raising Life-Ready Kids by Michael Anderson and Dr. Timothy Johansson, uh, really does have some terrific advice. For kids that are entering the teen years, uh, that's the time you want to get ready to help launch them well. We're making that book just available as our thank you gift when you make a generous donation today to focus on the family. Uh, Make a monthly pledge or one-time donation of any amount, and we'll send that book to you. Donate when you call 800-A-FAMILY, or the link is in the episode notes. And next time, we'll discuss a simpler way to teach your kids that'll save you from repeating the same instructions over and over and over again. For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.